Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Kester Private Wealth Services Out Loud. I'm Rob Bartenstein, CEO of Kester Private Wealth Services, and I'm joined today with one of our advisors, Chris Fu. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Rob. Thanks Good. for having me. Yeah, thanks I'm for excited. being here. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, this is exciting. Of course, of course. Chris is a podcast veteran, so that's nah. gonna, this can be an easy one <laughs> for him. Um, Chris, why don't we just get started by just tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, tell us where you where you came from, how long you've been in the business, how long you've been independent. That sort of thing. Yeah, so I, uh, I've i been in the business for nearly almost two decades. Um, originally came from the bank channel with JP Morgan and came over to Kestra t- two years ago, last Friday. Yeah. That was my anniversary. Happy anniversary. Man. Yeah, so I, I'm loving it. I'm loving the move, loving the, the style of what Kestra provides, you know, for me to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and learning to be a business owner was a was a whole new journey for me last year. Right. You know, and, yeah. and that really sparked a lot of the podcasting, you know, different ways of branding. Yeah. So I, I, that's one of the things that I think to me stands out about you is just the way that you've embraced that new kind of freedom that you have to brand your firm the way you want to and to do to do the kind of marketing that you want. So yeah. tell us a little bit about Maven, Maven Bridge and kind of your Get maybe hit us with the philosophical element first, and okay. then take us into that part of it, if you don't mind. Sure. So, I mean, Maven Bridge, with a lot of the things that I do, I'm very intentional. Um, so, Maven Bridge, uh, for me, is very near and dear uh, because Maven is explained as a uh, expert, you know, mm-hmm. connoisseur in your field, mm-hmm. and I feel that as a financial advisor, it's not just about managing someone's portfolio. There's so many more nuances and intricacies. Right. That go into that. Right. Um, so I really take that serious as far as being a, a maven in our industry. Yeah. You know, and with the bridge, it's very common, but I feel we're the bridge for our clients from them reaching their financial goals, but also bringing about things that maybe they're not thinking about mm-hmm. when it comes to goals, mm-hmm. personal, business, financial. Mm-hmm. Um, so really just trying to tie that into the brand is very important for me. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that that really comes through and, it, and I sort of already um, spoil the surprise, but, but you do a fair bit of podcasting. And what I've noticed is, well, first of all, it was fun to watch you bring, stand that whole piece of your business up, right? Mm -hmm. You and I were in pretty constant contact as you were developing that, that, um, concept and then kind of how it was going to work. And not that I was giving you a a ton of guidance, you were just letting me know what you were doing, right? Uh Um, And and then, and I feel like you, so you succeeded there and then you got your feet under you and then you've kind of evolved that over over time as well. So why why don't you just kind of take us through, because I I think if if you think about people that are watching, very often it's folks that are still in an employee model, you know, back at a wirehouse somewhere and they're and they're looking over the hedge and saying like, well, you know, okay, I get it. Cash flow is better, payouts higher, but like, really what's different, you know? And I think part of what makes you really unique is the way you've embraced this piece. So take us through the evolution of that whole podcasting thing and like what your intention behind it is and all that. Yeah, I mean, just like you were saying earlier, you know, coming before coming to Kestra, I think the, not the hesitancy, but there was not a lot of room to be able to do things like a podcast. Because you you weren't really promoting yourself um, as a brand. But now being independent, the goal for me is to to build my own personal brand uh, as a person, but also for Maven Bridge. So I felt that with having a podcast, I love listening to podcasts in the first place, um, but I felt with having a podcast, it's a great marketing tool because 
a potential person that may be looking for a financial advisor doesn't necessarily have to meet you at a certain time, certain location to learn more about you if they're really just shopping around. Right. They can just listen to your podcast on their time, on their time, um, and then get to know you personally because a lot of what I do in my podcast is just kind of explore my my knowledge but put my own uh, witty twist on I, it. <laughs> I, I, you know what that part about getting to know you kind of at arm's length i can really relate to because as scott and i travel around the country and meet with people that we've never met before very often nowadays people will say oh you know i've watched your podcast i feel like i know you guys yeah you know, which is really cool and that's that's really what we wanted we wanted them to kind of at a risk-free sort of level just at arm's distance or arm's length decide whether we were even kind of the people that they might want to have dinner with, you know what I mean? And then we'll go on from there. But I'm sure, you know, a lot of people watch the podcast and look at me and go, that's absolutely not the guy I want to have. So, <laughs> so cool. I never get to have to, or I never have to spend time with them and they don't have to spend time with me either. But, but it is fun when people say, you know, I've, I've read your blogs and I've, I've watched your podcast and that was yes. part of the reason I really wanted to get together with you guys. So I think you're, it applies to you exactly the same way. Your clients are are watching or your future clients are watching and saying, yeah, that's the kind of guy that I, that I want to be associated with your, um, your journey in the podcast, if I understand it correctly, and if I've observed it correctly is you kind of went from more of a generalist approach to a more specific approach, right? Mm -hmm. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I think that also works in tandem with my transformation as far as my business too. Um, because I, I went from being a advisor for everyone mm -hmm. where I wanted to work with more of a niche, um, mm -hmm. which has helped a lot in just the podcasting and all the marketing that I do. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my niche is focusing on helping women, divorced, widowed women, um, as well as business owners. Mm -hmm. So having that niche really kind of in tandem also helped with the podcasting too, mm -hmm. to be a little bit more, um, specific, yeah. more aware of kind of what my niches or things that I could be talking about, that's going to be a lot more impactful as opposed to just general and broad. Yeah. You know, I feel like we talked about this when we were in the wirehouses, you know, we talked about, um, creating a niche or a segment or, or something like that. And, you know, look, I think some people were able to do that in that environment. I, 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 freely admit that. I think most people have always struggled with that idea. And it feels like if I'm going to try to approach 10% of the market, I'm literally giving up 90%. I don't think that that's true, but I think that's human emotion and yes. human nature that we feel that way. Yeah. So you, you were able to kind of discipline yourself to say, this is what I'm going to do. And what, as an independent, you can set the agenda, right? Yeah. So for your firm, for Mavenbridge, you're like, I don't have to worry about you know, selling a checking relationship or, or selling a, a loan or anything like that. Like oh, I yeah. can literally set the course here. And, and I think that's, I, to me, that's kind of where the podcast becomes like the icing on the cake, because to your point earlier, you're introducing this stuff at, at, at arm's length where somebody can observe it and decide whether it's for them or not. Exactly. And then boom, you're they're they're kind of self-selecting into your your segment. Yeah, hundred you percent. Know? I mean, and that makes the job a lot easier, especially when they're reaching out to you. And like you said, and yeah. you know, they said, Oh, I heard you on your podcast. I really <clears> like <throat> what you're talking mm -hmm. about. Can I learn more about your services? It's, it's right. kind of already 
foot in the door in, in so to speak right in a way let's get into some of the day-to-day of doing a podcast tell tell the listeners kind of how you um how you go about that on a technical basis you've, you've had to build a, a studio kind of set up and do all that kind of stuff was that hard to do not at all not at all and you know i i actually learned um kind of about the process because one of the things about kesha is they're very supportive in advisor development mm-hmm. um and i remember you telling me that uh, before I was coming on board, but once I was here, it's like, man, there's a lot as far as development, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was part of the, they call it the Ignite program and great program because it really got me out of my comfort zone, thinking about marketing strategy, getting on video and really thinking outside of the box. Yeah, You know, so with the podcast, we had one session where they're talking about, you know, you don't have to get a nice mic like this if you don't want. You can just start with your iPhone and just start recording there and then work your way up depending on how intricate or you know advanced you want your podcast to look. Right. Um, so it was just, yeah, a matter of trial and error and just building upon and seeing what uh, works for me um, and how can I get my message across. Man, I'll tell you what, I we, we don't always get everything right. Nobody does, yeah. but... but what one of the things I think we've really gotten right is that Ignite program. And I'm I'm really glad that you were a part of it and all the advisors that have gone through it, I think have discovered you know, tons of value in terms of, you know, if yeah. all of us come from the same place, right? There's the bull or there's the whatever brand that you're coming out of and they don't want Chris Fu's name or, or brand image muddying up the waters for the brand that JP Morgan's got or whomever, right? So right. they just, you know, no. The answer to all that right. stuff is no, you cannot yeah. do that. You cannot write a blog, you cannot have a podcast, you cannot have Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or any of that kind of stuff, right? Yep. We want the bull or whatever that brand is. Um, so that Ignite program is literally like from a dead stop, you know, how mm-hmm. do we build you into a marketing engine if that's what you choose to do? Yeah. And you really, you really grabbed that along with some other folks really grabbed it with both hands. And we're going to be doing the, that program. Um, I think more in you, you were in the year long program, right? Yeah, that's correct. I think we're going to shorten that up, um, and try and condense it into maybe a half a year just because attention spans are tough to maintain for that long. But yeah. anyway, I'm really glad that you jumped in on that. Um, the the last thing I'll ask you about the podcast. So, just just very generally speaking, um, successful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, just being here at Ascend, and I get a lot of my you know fellow colleagues, you know, saying, "Hey, great job on the podcast." Yeah. And, and for me, that's I don't think about it. I think about it just like I enjoy doing it. But to hear you know people that you um, aspire to be as well, uh, it, it means a lot. Yeah. You know, and it, it gives me even more confidence to continue to keep doing it and yeah. hopefully inspiring, you know, some of my colleagues as well to to do podcasting or something. It, isn't it just like where you came from where all oh, your, your peers were always congratulating you? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't remember that either. That's so cool. Um, that's one of the great things about all of us getting together like this a couple of times a year is we just get a chance to share. I love, I love the fact that everybody here wants to see everybody else winning yep, and, you know, exactly. patting them on the back and saying like, you can do it and let's keep going. And there's a lot of mutual admiration and a lot of encouragement too. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say, with, you know, I, and I tell this to a lot of people with Kestra, I feel like every advisor here is very high class. Oh, that's nice. It is very high class and everyone is so nice and willing mm-hmm. to your point, willing 
to help. Yeah. I haven't met any advisor that has not, you know, said hello or just in, in, in our conversations, I feel like, okay, yeah, I, I definitely can learn from them too. Yeah. And vice versa. That's really good. Yeah. That's what we're about. Um, okay. So just to change gears and then I know we're, we're getting short on time, but, um, we, we did a, an interview with Matt West, who is in near Atlanta, as you know, mm-hmm. Canton Wealth Partners, and they have literally just, they're in four months, month four. <laughs> so they're just coming out the other side of the transition, right? Yeah. You're at two years. So think back to month four and then to where you are today. You've got, you've got a, bit, a little bit more perspective on the whole thing, right? What would you tell folks that are looking over the, the hedge or the fence and thinking about trying to maybe make a move, but not really sure whether it's the right thing or whether they should or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and all, honestly, it's not easy, right? You know, it's very, it's a, it's difficult to get in at first, but do, do I, I'm always getting asked, do you regret it? I'm like, no way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's common for a lot of advisors when they break away, I think. And the other answer that we give is I wish I would have done it sooner, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? So, but, I think for me, it was just also that, that faith and belief that, yeah, it's going to be different. I, I won't have, you know, the big brand behind me, but I think in today's world, consumers want things that are more personalized, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. specific. Mm-hmm. So if they can get something that's more personal or help from someone that's also personal themselves, I think that's a deeper connection yeah. for relationship building. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I've learned over the last two years as mm-hmm. far as uh, not just being an advisor anymore and working in the business, right. but it's also working on the business. Right. Um, which for me, I, I embrace a lot. I love doing, uh, doing that part as well. Um, challenge, but it's, I feel like I'm grown a lot yeah. in the last two years. So I would, I would say for anyone thinking about it, um, it's worth it. It's, you're gonna get a lot of personal growth out of it too. I think, which I think is the most important thing. That's awesome. I don't think I can, uh, I don't think I can follow that with anything. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll let it go that. there and wrap up here, Chris. Thanks a lot for your time today. Thanks, Thanks for bro. coming in. We appreciate it. It's always good to, to see you. And, and this is, I mean, doing this kind of stuff's just the absolute fun part. So it was a, it was a pleasure. I appreciate Thanks. having. Thanks. Okay. Well, that'll do it for us and another episode of Kestra Private Wealth Services Out Loud. Um, If you'd like to watch this episode or any other episodes, you can always find us on the uh, Kestra PWS website and or um, the Apple podcast site. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Thank you.